cookies, cupcakes, any kind of delicious, delectable treat that you can think of, you know where to go. That's right. The official sponsor of the KMM podcast, The Purple Box. That's The Purple Box with two E's on Instagram. Get some of those delicious oatmeal butterscotch cookies Keith loves oh so much. Enjoy the show. We're back. We are back. For another movie review. And it feels we good. More HBO, HBO movies again, because HBO has all. As stuff Keith right said, now. HBO's killing it right now. I can stay yeah. at home and enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And originally we were going to review more, but we ran out of time. Yeah. Should have watched. You know, some other important things early. happened this weekend. Horizon Forbidden West. And it is That's oh so yummy so far. Yeah, enjoyable. If you played the first one, even if you didn't play the first one, still an enjoyable game. But if you didn't play the first one, then you'll be completely lost coming into the second one. Yeah, uh, well, they had the recap movie at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. but it's not like a the greatest, greatest recap. Yeah, it's not. It's a decent one. But if you didn't play the first one at all, the recap movie is not really going to help. Just you. go on YouTube, fucking get a what happened video. And just, then you'll be fine. Yeah, you'll be fine. All right, Brass. Let let let's let the people know what we're reviewing today. All right, today we've got the King's Man. Um, Mike and Frank had gone to the theaters to see this. I did not, so I watched it last night. And Nightmare Alley, Guillermo del Toro film. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right. So hey, hey, start. let it be known mm-hmm. on the um. Avengers. What's the last one? Endgame. Uh huh. Uh huh. Bro, we had a sick spoiler intro. It was Keith and Nigga Voice, bro. Oh, was it? Yeah. <laughs> like spoiler. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here, let me. Oh, oh, that. Yeah. Okay, I do. You feel like I remember Endgame. recording that. <laughs> like, do not listen. I was like, dang. I was like, we should just have that at the beginning of every. Uh, like, I don't know why we don't. Yeah. Like, we should just have that on there. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Let me. Well, we do try to separate things. For all the conservative movie haters out there, there's a, a spoiler warning. <laughs> if you haven't seen Endgame, <laughs> don't listen. See? We Sick. should just have Sick. spoiler warning for all the movies. Yeah, every single one reviewed. of these are spoiled. Spoiled, spoiled, spoiled. Yeah, so we should we should put that in there. Pause for me. I couldn't. I didn't hear any of that. (laughs) (laughs) Did you hear the spoiler warning thing? No, that's what I'm saying. Oh, god dang it! Oh, it's fun. Play it right here. Play right here. Oh yeah, that's right here. I'll play it over here next to you. (laughs) We should have that, bro. Are you sure? Yeah. Spoiler warning. We don't necessarily need it to to be that modulated, but yeah, it was good. Um. Well, the the normal format for this, we give our <clears throat> scores, mm-hmm. our watch it recommendation, and then we get into the spoilery stuff. So if you don't mm-hmm. want to hear anything spoilery for either of these movies, we won't spoil it until just go watch the movie and then come back if you don't want to be spoiled. <laughs> 
All right. So synopsis for the King's man. That's going to be the first one we do in the early years of the 20th century. The Kingsman agency is formed to stand against a cabal plotting a war to wipe out millions. All right. Uh, I'll go first. I, I'll give this an eight. I'll say watch it now. Okay. All right. Let's go to Mike next. Uh, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to give it an eight as well. And also a watch it now. All right. Frankie. Frank? This is the Kingsman? Yeah. Frank's going to go Band. higher on this one. Bruh. Six. Oh, yeah, it looks like he's, wow. He was not a fan of the prequel formula, apparently. Skip it, bruh. Skip it. Wow. All right. All right. Well, there's scores. Now we'll get into some discussion about it. So if you don't want to have anything spoiled, leave. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I want to hear Frank's uh, reasoning for disliking this. I assume you disliked it more than the other two. Oh, yeah. Like, for me, it was just like uh, the whole thing with, like, the sun going off to war. Uh-huh. And then, like, they kind of, like, time skip that. Like, <laughs> time skip, time skip, time skip. Like, oh, this I mean, they is- montaged it. Yeah. Like, they. Mo- I didn't like that. The montage mm-hmm. part. And I was like, this is fucking. And then like they kept going back and they'd be like, all right, you, <laughs> you fuck them up. Like, yeah. yes, sir. <laughs> and then that nigga gets destroyed and then they come uh-huh. back. All right. You, <laughs> you fuck them up. Uh-huh. I don't know. Just didn't. I don't know. To me, it felt like it was, I don't know, rushed a little bit. Like, I don't know. It just didn't feel like it flowed well. I was like, this is not flowing <laughs> very good. I was like, I don't like, I don't know. It just didn't for me. It just did not gel and fit together smoothly for me. Mm-hmm. Fair. I mean, I would say this is probably my least favorite Kingsman movie. Um, definitely worse than the first one. Like the first one. Oh, first one was can't, great. Can't beat that church scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, that church scene was so nice. Church scene yeah, was bro. so good. And I need to this go back movie and didn't watch have those. anything really close to that. The yeah, I, mean, I haven't seen the first I, one in a while. The, this one, like the, I think, the like the premiere scene in this one was probably that fight against Rasputin. Yeah, yeah. And then later on, that Bro, fight Rasputin was an animal. Yeah, the, and then the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my balls are empty. In my stomach, <laughs> my balls are full in my stomach. But that was the best part, bro. That whole Just, oh. Rasputin thing, and then that that fight at the end. I guess that was like the other one. Yeah, but that was also like just kind of meh. That that last fight didn't feel like a. This is a final boss fight, um, bro. That you didn't like that like camera on the sword scene. You didn't remember I, that? That was cool. Yeah, yeah, like they had cool shots, but it wasn't like overall. Mm-hmm. I felt like it was like the uh, the top notch of the of the movie or anything. Yeah, like they they definitely had some cool camera work and like the scene with Ralphine's jumping out of the the airplane and <laughs> got yeah. like in between the the wings and all that stuff like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had some good shots. Uh, and the action overall was solid. I mean, it was a Kingsman movie, and they do action well, but it just didn't do anything that felt like it differentiated itself from the others. Well, I <laughs> I think it made sense to me because these motherfuckers weren't like trained like the Kingsmen were in the future, 
right? They were just regular <laughs> ass dudes with, you know, these certain specific skills. Um, but it wasn't like King's men training, you know what I'm saying? So the fights I mean, yeah. were not going to be as crazy, you know? Um, and there's also a lot less technology and stuff involved. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I agree there, mm-hmm. but they also didn't, the actual physical fighting didn't feel as visceral as it did in the first first one for sure. Second one had some mm-hmm. really good fights too, like the whole fight in um, the diner, yeah, where they slam Pedro Pascal into the meat grinder. <laughs> so, yeah, like they they just didn't do anything that really helped to set this apart from the other two, and like it just overall felt like the fighting quality was right, lower. I am- and they didn't Shocked do a lot gave to it set an eight. up. It was more. It was more grounded. Um, yeah, but I mean, I still, yeah, I, I still I thought it was really enjoyable. Yeah, I like. I enjoyed the movie. I had a good time watching it. You know, I didn't really have. Um, I might have fell asleep. Um, <laughs> um, I mean, the whole World War One setting. Like, I, I really yeah. liked the way that they were playing with the whole historical context. Yeah, because the they had like, yeah. I mean, there was it's like they were like historical all, figures in there yeah. that were like, oh, yeah, they're pawns. And like yeah. the key figures of like the right hand people for all the people who like historically we know were the reasons for World War One. They were like, all did y'all, did y'all like uh, Archduke Grand Ferdinand? Like that was mm-hmm. pretty accurate, bro. Like, yeah, they tried to bomb him. Mm-hmm. Like that really happened. They got away and then they still went out and then his and then. He just so just happened to like drive by, and the guy's like, yeah. "Oh shit, I get a second try!" <laughs> yeah. And shot his ass. Uh-huh. That was yeah, pretty so accurate. Like, all that stuff, like the stuff with Rasputin, like how he's just the whole legend around Rasputin being like basically impossible to kill, mm-hmm. and he just keeps coming back from stuff until he gets shot in the head finally. Like. I, I, I like, like the way he that ate stuff. that uh, pie or whatever. Or that, uh, that, that scene. Oh, yeah. Eating it like a monster. Yeah, licking the wound. Yeah. yeah just, oh, yeah. yeah he's like, <laughs> oh. The bullet wound. I was like, oh. Yeah. Also, the guy who played Rasputin is the same guy who played uh, the lizard in the Amazing Spider-Man movies. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Really? Yeah. The it guy who played uh what what else he Oh god, yeah. I haven't really seen him in much else, yeah. but like that's like the the other big notable thing that he's been in. Wow. So yeah, I had to look it up cuz I was like I don't recognize who this guy is at all, but he's amazing in the movie. Like yeah, Rasputin is like a crazy character and he plays it super well. Yeah, he played him dead on in the like whenever I saw him doing that um where he was just like gliding on the fucking floor. I was like, oh shit. This <laughs> yeah, yeah. Magic, the ballerina move. Man, that yeah. whole exchange whenever he first walks in is like, are you butlers or Englishmen? Mm. <laughs> Either way, get me an effing drink. <laughs> and then Ralph Fiennes just comes right back at him. Oh yeah, like there were a lot of good things and I, I, I liked how it set up the reasoning for the Kingsman existing. Because mm-hmm. <clears throat> like if... In the first movie, they do mention how the Kingsman was formed by uh, like fathers who lost their children during World War One. Mm-hmm. Um, so going in, I knew that the son was going to die because, like, why else? Right. Do you would... like the way he died? 
I was not expecting that. Neither was so I. I was like, oh, <laughs> shit. I was like, god damn, they just blasted I was 100% expecting it to be a, yeah, he dies in, in the war, uh-huh. like in no man's land, and he's seen as a hero. But, like, he gets blasted. He lives through the giant blast, has the information, and then just one of the Irish soldiers just shoots him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> And it was, it was oh, also interesting man. how the other character got involved too. The, um, what's his Aaron face? Taylor Johnson. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. he just got Celebra. Just by just like happen chance, you know. Mike couldn't believe it was him. I was like, I think yeah, that's I, a guy from Godzilla. I and he was like, no, I couldn't tell if that was him or not. I was like, <clears throat> he is kind of a chameleon, surprisingly. Like he has a noticeable face, but he's so good at accents, and he just blends in so many <laughs> different <laughs> ways, like. There's definitely movies where I've been watching. I'm like, is that Aaron Taylor Johnson? Like, what is he doing in this? <laughs> and like, it's like a tiny little role too. Like he's yeah. barely in it. Uh, I mean, I feel like they set it up so that they could do more prequel movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause that cast at the end was pretty big. Like Stanley Tucci was yeah. a part of the cast at the end. That black guy. Um, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, he's, I feel like I haven't seen him in a ton of stuff recently. But yeah, I could see him doing more of it. Um, so yeah, I mean, the cast that's saying is you're surprised he wasn't in like Black a, Panther, dog. <laughs> I mean, he's already been in the MCU. I feel like if you yeah, weren't in Black Panther, you should you should feel some type of way. And you're well, black. he was already in the MCU. <laughs> <laughs> black actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, hey, they they've reprised people in different roles, used people all all over again. So you're saying I just Elba should have shown up in Black Panther as well? Just <laughs> yes. One of the high council members. Or <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, we got we got people all over. If you're from if Asgard. you're Snoop Dogg's agent, bro, you should be fired. <laughs> oh <Damn>. wow! <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was anyway. I, don't know. I, I feel like they were setting up some more prequel stuff, which I I'd, I'd be down for, like more of the explanation of what built up the organization. I like their references to all the like the statesmen. Um, because the president was all about drinking the statesman whiskey. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I just felt like it it blended things together well enough. Like the the reveal of the big bad at the end. Yeah, did that get? I, I expected like, eh. that. Mm-hmm. Like I kind of forgot about that second hand, the second in command guy. Mm-hmm. Whenever the ship got blown up, like, but I was like, oh, he's about to jump off the side, and yeah, he's gonna be a part of the the bad guy team. I didn't really expect him to be the main bad, but I thought it, it was, was clear that though. they were going to reveal that he was somebody that we'd already known. Yeah. Like why else would you keep his face? Like, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> did you like, like the that? whole movie? You don't see it. I liked his reason. Did you like his evil round table? Yeah. yeah. I like, I thought it was an interesting approach to like, destabilizing world governments <laughs> and <laughs> you know, how like, easy you know it is really yeah you know you just got to have the right people you know in place i mean it's also they had the same thing with the kingsmen like their whole spy organization was the servants of all these powerful yeah. people like it's kind of the juxtaposition like you can use like the right hand man who has the direct ear or you can use the servants who hear everything mm. uh, but aren't like gonna sway the decisions information is power yeah. Whoever has the information, that's that's who has. That's who who's gonna win, bro. 
Yeah, I mean, overall, I thought it was enjoyable. Uh, I, I like think it. if you have watched the other Kingsman movies, it's worth a watch. That's why I gave it a watch it now. I need to go back and watch. The first one was so good. The first one. That one was I watched really the second good. one fairly recently. That I haven't act- watched the first one in a minute. That actor... Um, what has he been in anything? Taron Egerton, I think yeah, he's yeah. I haven't seen him. Eggsy, he was in Rocket Man. Yeah, yeah. Remember, Rocket remember Man. Rocket Man? Oh yeah, that's right. Rocket Man. <laughs> <laughs> it's a overall seven point three, so not bad. Pretty decent score. Overall yeah. recommendation of a watch was, it now. Was it was it that a twenty twenty two movie? Twenty twenty one. What? Yeah, twenty twenty one. Kingsman? I don't remember when we 2021, watched it. 2021, December. It was 2021, yeah. Uh, all right. Where was the... I always forget where they have the release information. I thought it was normally like a full date up here. Oh, well, 2021. All right. So Nightmare Alley. Let's go reverse order this time. Frank. Oh, hold on. Let me, let me read this in up. An ambitious carny with a talent for manipulating people with a few well-chosen words hooks up with a female psychiatrist who is even more dangerous than he is. I'd say that's a pretty good description. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, all right, so Frank, what do you give it? I'll give it a... Seven? Okay. And, and uh, wait for it. All right. Mike? Um, Did you watch it? Yeah. <laughs> Did you watch the whole thing? Yes, I watched the whole thing. Were you awake the whole time? <laughs> yes, I was awake the whole time. Were you on, on, off your phone? No, it's not on my phone. Um, I'm gonna give this a nine point nine. <laughs> it's like, what? Oh, it's official. <laughs> no, uh, I think a seven is dead on. Seven. All right, yeah. and going for uh, wait for skip it. it now. No, skip, skip it. it. Yeah. Okay. I'm also gonna say a seven. Whoa, lucky <laughs> seven. Whoa. And I'll say wait for it. <clears throat> All right, there you go. Now we'll we'll get into the spoilery stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I was kind of expecting it to be more supernatural. Supernatural, yeah. yeah. Being a Guillermo del Toro movie, mm-hmm. it's also about carnies, which it seems rife for plenty of weird supernatural yeah. stuff. This is also, I think, this is a remake, right, of a movie. Oh, is it? Yeah. I, I saw it was based on a book. I didn't see it was. Uh, I definitely thought room. like when they kept like telling them like, do not use it for spook stuff. Yeah. Like I thought it was going to be like, yeah, because he's going to tap into some, some evil shit. Evil, yeah. But I mean, he, I mean, technically he, he did, did. But not supernatural evil yeah. shit. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It was just like this can just escalate faster and further than you That's can right. When you start messing with people's like dead relatives and you know tricking them into shit like that, like it can only turn bad. So that's what they were yeah. warning him about. But uh I, I mean, mean I, I liked the cinematography was good. Yeah, cinematography was great. Yeah. 
The cast was great. Oh, yeah. Um, Acting was amazing. The, uh, yeah, Bradley Cooper was really good in the role. Um, I just, I like that whole first part of the movie. Like him being in that. Like him in, in the carnival? In the carnival. I like that part way better than the second half of the movie. Yeah. The second half was, um, I don't know. It just seemed to me like two different, like, like the whole two-year time skip or whatever. Like, yeah, it wasn't clear how big of the of a time skip it was. Mm-hmm. Two like, years. They don't really give. It said two years. Two years. It said two years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, I guess I don't remember that. It was very subtle. Um. Yeah, that would mean that it took place, the beginning of it took place in the late 1930s. Mm-hmm. And then the second portion of it was 1941. So it was the very beginning of World War II. Yeah. Uh, for the setting. So it, it felt very much like a film noir yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. Like, not from a detective perspective, but from a mentalist perspective. <laughs> yeah. Because it's all about him learning his trade of his tricky becoming a mentalist i think that that was also like one of the other most interesting parts of the movie that like getting to learn like those particular tricks i'm sure those tricks are even used today you know like kind of um, oh yeah learning all the schemes and different tricks and you know, this particular person was just really good at it because the, he was good at reading people for whatever reason. Um, and then just how, like, you know, people eat that shit up even now, you know, like, um, yeah. I thought that to me was really interesting. And then whenever the psychology portion came in, that was really interesting also. Um, but yeah, that, just that second half just didn't it didn't do it for it didn't me. Hit for you? It didn't hit for me, dog. The first the first half with like William Defoe, like the geek and all that, like I was like, yes, this is like I like this right here. And I was hoping that it would turn supernatural in some way, like you know maybe this particular carnival does have supernatural abilities, or some people do have these abilities and just playing it off as you know tricks. Um, I thought that was going to be something to do with those, you know, mm. aborted babies in the jars. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And like, and not at least the, mm. the main, I guess not aborted baby, but it baby just, that killed its mom and then died. It seemed just like this, a very long lesson that you had to learn over two and a half hours. That's like the conclusion. I was like, <laughs> Oh, you know, it's pretty heavy. Painful circle, bro. Yeah. It's very heavy handed on yeah. like, it's like, Hey, you know, don't be a scumbag. <laughs> you know, it's like okay, we already knew that. Don't you know? don't overstep <laughs> your bounds. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean, he was basically was, you're just watching him himself dig deeper and deeper into like uh-huh. you're not gonna be able yeah, to yeah. This he way. was too he was too ambitious, and his the way that he was gonna reach his goals was just not the way, bro. It can only be tragic and end in utter and complete <laughs> failure. Um. But you could see yeah, how I mean, I like someone like him can like get there because he's he's good looking, you know. He has charm. He's able to talk to people, um, and um, he got a handy from <laughs> from but what's her name from Colette from Tony Colette Tony Colette. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, 
Uh, I mean, I feel like a lot of it was like, he had his outs mm-hmm. periodically. Like he could have just admitted, "Hey, yeah, this is all for entertainment. Like I'm mm-hmm. not an actual uh, medium or anything." Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, but it's also just the whole clearly. Kate Blanchett's character, Dr. Lilith Ritter, uh-huh. was using him because she like manipulated him 100%. Oh, yeah. Played him like yeah. a fiddle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because like he was trying to cut her in on his deals of like, hey, I like am doing these private seances for these wealthy people. They're paying me boatloads of money. And he's like, I, I'm willing to split it 50-50. And she kept asking, like, no, I'm not interested in the money. But then she got him to trust her, like, completely. Got so him, got him to start drinking. All the money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, that was a big thing throughout the whole movie. Like, she played 100% on his pride of not drinking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> got him to drink. And then he fell apart from there. Like, it was 100%. Like, he yeah. fell all the way down after he started drinking. Um. <clears throat> But she, my assumption is that she just used him to get back at, uh, what's his face? Uh, Ezra Grindel. Because mm-hmm. I'm assuming that the scar was from, from Grindel. Um, Hurting yeah, girls? Yeah, because yeah, like, that was his whole thing. He hurt a bunch of girls who even remotely reminded him of his dead uh-huh. I guess was it fiance? Were they engaged? I don't know. It doesn't. It's not real clear. Yeah. yeah, that that part wasn't super clear. But he was like clearly in love with this woman that he injured while she was pregnant, or did she die during childbirth? That was what I wasn't. It yeah, was like forced abortion, For, and then she died. Forced yeah. abortion. Okay. So yeah. So he's the root cause of her dying. But he actually loved her. He's always had guilt for it, and ever since then, he's just hurt girls who look like her. Like as I guess his sexual gratification. I think I think maybe even Kate Blanchett. I don't think maybe she was connected to him. Besides what just was the being scar a, thing. Then I think that was just her having a scar and then using that to her advantage, and she used that to play him. Nah, like, I think I think he. Well, because they she was his mm-hmm. therapist. Yeah. But I don't she think she said only for like what one session, yeah, though? like one or two yeah. sessions. I think so she, she had like I think she just, just enough used, information. Yeah, I think she just used it to play him. I mean, I I don't I don't, think I mean, that, I don't know if there's any particular connection there. No, I think that she got the scar from that guy. Now but I yeah, think like she my, still used it in her scheme, mm-hmm. but I think she legitimately yeah. had a grudge against uh-huh. his face. Yeah. I I thought the plot with him like them at the end discovering that he was like potentially like a serial killer like that would have been a way better like yeah he's like what do you plot. do like 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 that if that was like longer of like like a main part of the plot where you he was using all these mentalist abilities to you know uh, create seances and you figure out that you're talking to a serial killer here and then like you're like oh you know and then kind of unwinding that a little bit more that that would have been more interesting than just like it ending it there, you know, and then killing him and then, you know, movies over. The um, death in this movie was pretty brutal. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah <it was> pretty- <laughs> I mean, that's Guillermo del Toro. Like he definitely doesn't shy away from any kind of violence. So, mm. uh, but he like 
Bradley Cooper just punched the nose off of yeah, Ezra, played by Richard Jenkins. Like he was just laying there without a nose, nose on his no, face. No. I was like, oh, and then when that uh, uh, homeboy got ran over by the car, like, yeah, like, oh man, mangled, <laughs> bro. Just oh, and then she shot like, his oh, he, ear off. Just oh, yeah, yeah. Man, she played I, him I, like I, a fiddle, though. She really did. Yeah, so good. Like, She's like, what are you talking if she, if about? If he killed her. If he killed her, mm-hmm. he would still look like a crazy person. Like he had no defense. The All the only tapes are there. Recordings, mm-hmm. yeah, the, the recordings are of him talking about like, "Hey, I killed a guy before." Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, she she played him hard, and he ends up becoming a drunk, just homeless guy living on the streets, uh, and then he ends up back at a carny. At another carnival, trying that part, to get a job as a, that part as a I saw coming. Whenever he was yeah, like all yeah. fucked up and drunk, I'm like, oh, they're about to make his ass a geek. Oh yeah, yeah. So then he becomes the geek. Which for anyone listening who either doesn't want to watch this movie or isn't up on their carny knowledge, yeah, because that's a common thing to have. Uh huh. Um, the geek is someone that basically the whole explanation given by um, Willem Dafoe was it's a drunk who they get addicted to opium laced sugar cane was it or was it a whiskey whiskey or something like that uh-huh. but either way it had some opium in it so that they felt like amazing when uh-huh. they drink it um, they get them addicted to that then they threaten to take it away unless they act crazier and crazier as this caged person mm-hmm. so basically they just continually work to drive someone insane yeah. and then uh, every Slave show they have to eat a live chicken yeah you eat a live chicken and you just is it a man or is it a beast you know pay me yeah, yeah. 60 cents and he'll eat a chicken whole you, you know get a quarter a quarter of a dollar yep and that is bradley cooper's ultimate he said he was born for it position yeah yeah because he realizes at the end he's like oh my god I'm like he loves it, bro. He's looking at what he be- what what at the beginning he was watching, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I thought that there was going to be some other supernatural thing, maybe like at the very beginning, because like they showed him like dragging a body, yeah, like putting it underneath this house that was clearly dilapidated, then, and then burning burn it. it. So like that's how the movie starts. Like you just get thrown right into that. <laughs> like it's literally just a scene of a body getting dragged across a room. Yeah. Um, to be honest, that part confused me because sometimes movies will start at the end, show like what happens at the end, and then start the beginning of the movie, right? Do so, the in media res. So I was like, is this what happens at the end, or did he just do this and now he's there? You know, or like, is this how the movie yeah. ends? You just like you're just kind of like who's in the bag you know well who, i for sure who did he kill? i for sure thought it was gonna be supernatural when homeboy was doing that reading on him with the watch or whatever oh yeah 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 and then he's like oh, i can't like it looked like he was uh-huh. like getting dis- like i was like, oh he's getting disturbed because he's seeing like him like he whatever he did off. to that body he played you it's all the show yeah but then he was just like <laughs> oh yeah you know i'm just like oh, no, like that's no. how you cut it off uh-huh. that's how you know you have him hooked yeah because they want more oh yeah like it all ultimately not being supernatural. I feel it's kind of the opposite of what 
um, hereditary was, where like you go in expecting it to be uh, yeah. psychological, it to, to be one thing, and then it's actually the other. Remember? Like, yeah. So I feel like that does work kind of in its favor in terms of like it keeps hereditary you on your toes. did it best though, bro. Oh yeah, for sure. Like hereditary. Yeah. Did hereditary it went zero to 100 <laughs> and everybody's like what the fuck oh yeah and that was movie. hereditary was like the the weirdest theatrical experience in terms of like just collectively everyone that was in there which wasn't many people mm-hmm. we were all just like 100 on the edge of our seats yeah and also like you can't be spoiled like you you cannot go into that movie knowing a, even a little bit you know yeah, for hereditary, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, you have to like now people maybe talk about hereditary all the time, you know, and then like the crazy, you know, kind of twist to it. Yeah. So like like the sixth sense, you know, it's uh it's been yeah, spoiled. Yeah. And kind of, like to the point where it's like, yeah, there's no point in watching yeah. it. If you go in knowing and expecting all that shit, it's not the same experience. Yeah. Like I feel like hereditary is a movie that like there's those questions that get thrown around on like Reddit periodically of like, hey, what's uh, a movie that you wish you could forget completely? Oh, and re-experience yeah. Hereditary. Again? Hereditary. Yeah, it's number I, one. I would yeah. say that's that's probably the only movie on my list, honestly. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, because like it's one of those like, damn, it just doesn't hit the same. Like mm-hmm. once you know. Yeah, once you know what's going on. Yeah, it's like oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I see what's going on here. Um, but yeah, like this didn't do as good of a job of that but i feel like because guillermo del toro like he doesn't only do supernatural movies but primarily he's known for supernatural movies so that expectation kind of helped to throw me off of what to expect from the movie so i, I kept getting like okay i guess that's not the direction it's going you know i, I wasn't able to figure everything out while i was watching it which is a, a good experience <clears throat> um but I'd say it's a slightly lower score for me, mostly because it felt like an older movie and older movie pacing tends to be an issue for me. It was two and a half hours. Yeah, it's it's long. Probably could have been shorter, but it uses a lot of the older like film methodologies, I feel like, in terms of like acting was phenomenal. Yeah, there was nothing like to me, to me, there's really like nothing outstandingly bad about it. There's just nothing really like super good about it either. Um, yeah, like uh, I would say that the the acting was great, mm-hmm. and like the the cinematography and everything that y'all mentioned before, like that, all that was really good. I would say like top notch, but the story and pacing and this. Hey, look, uh, IMDb agrees with us, bro. Yeah. Yeah, The IMDb user rating is a 7.2. 7.2. We're we're pretty much right on that. Where's the meta score? Hey, we're right on the meta score. (laughs) We're tuned in. We're we're tuned in to what people like. It's taken us, what, four years? Oh, my God. (laughs) Are you... Twisting your nips yeah, over we're there. Tuned in over he's here. setting the signal, bro. Twisting the, the nips sets the signal. <laughs> and it took us four years, but we're here now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Started from the bottom. Now we're here. What's the what's next? Next uh, two weeks from now's movies. 
we have decided that early. Uh, uh-huh. We're going to do Antlers uh-huh. and Kimi on HBO. It's like an HBO original or HBO Max original, one uh-huh. of the two. Um, so those will be next on the list. Uh, there are, are there any... Hold on. Uh, Batman. Isn't that like... Oh, March? we have tickets for Batman as well, yes. Um, that's like March what? I think that's... Was that March 5th? Yeah, that would definitely be on the was next that March... One. March 4th? March 5th? March 5th. We're watching it March 5th. Comes out March 4th, I believe. Yeah, our next podcast will be the 6th. So the day after. So it's going to be we, a if we do triple it header, bro. If we, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, that the Batman will be a big one. Did they already come uh, out with how the long next the movie one is? is? How long is the do movie? Do what? Oh, isn't it like three hours long? Let's see. Coming soon, uh, Batman. Batman. Dumbledore? The Secrets of Dumbledore? Two hours, 55 minutes. So oh, five minutes shy of three hours. Whoa. <laughs> it's it's considered an AMC artisan film. The Batman is? Yeah. That's surprising. Artisan film. I think it's because it's in that. I think it's supposed to be shot like Noir style too. Yeah, I mean, it definitely looks like it's shot like uh, kind of Joker-ish. Kind of like a, going for that older film style, like 70s grittiness. Let's go. Let's go. I'm surprised that they're labeling it as a artisan film. All uh, right. Well, then after that, there is Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, that'll Doctor be May. Strange. That's going to be a big one. Like, that could be the biggest movie of the year, honestly. Just from the trailer, man. Whoa. Okay. If you're into superhero movies, if you're into MCU stuff, like that one, it feels like it's going to have even more absolute insanity Mm -hmm. than what Spider Man No Way Home did. Yeah. Just kicking that off. Apparently, Tobey Maguire is supposed to be back in that movie. From what, yeah, from what I heard, yeah, from what I heard. All right, well, I got people we'll on see. the inside, bro. All right. Oh yeah. Yep. <laughs> hey, you got those people leaking you all the MCU secrets? Yeah, you, you know that motherfucker Tony Stark. Uh huh. Uh huh. I know him, dog. What? Yeah, I like how you point to yourself like that. What? I know. <laughs> I know. Right. All right, I y'all. Know. That brings us to the end of another banger. Does listen to the regular app on Wednesday. Wednesday. That's a good one. On Wednesday, mm-hmm. go ahead and watch on Wednesday. That's right. But we gotta go check we out got, these movies. We got, we got, we got, we got shit to do. We got games to play. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we got important business. Meetings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a we got a plan. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, 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 yeah. All right, later, later, later.